Today on the Natural Birth Talk, we're going to talk about Webster Certified Chiropractic Care in Pregnancy. Here's a sneak peek, so stick around. And within two and a half hours after my adjustment, he was born. And your labor had gone on for like 18 hours before that, right? Yes. Hi, I'm Rachel Manns, owner of The Natural Birth Site and this podcast, The Natural Birth Talk. Here, you'll learn all about different natural aspects of birth, pregnancy, and postpartum. Remember, none of this information should take the place of a care provider and is not medical advice. Birth is not a medical emergency. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Rachel. I'm here today with Dr. Casey Brooks, who specializes in, um, and she's a chiropractor who specializes in pregnancy. And I'll let her tell you a little about herself. Hi, guys. Um, My name is Dr. Casey Brooks. I am a chiropractor, and I currently practice in Arnold, Missouri. Um, I have my own practice. I specialize in pregnancy. I have a a special certification. Um, It's a Webster certification that allows me to specifically analyze the pregnant mama's um, pelvic anatomy to be able to um, achieve many great things for them. And yeah, I think that that's it. Okay. So yeah, that's just a really good basic summary of what a Webster certified chiropractor does, right? You have special training. So, so not all chiropractors are trained to work with pregnant women then. So yes and no, um, where, you know, in our training, we are able to adjust everybody. However, um, Specifically with certain um, populations, one being pregnant women, there are certain tools and ways that um, adjusting is more beneficial and um, different things that we're checking for that other chiropractors that don't have the training don't necessarily know um, how or to look for. So they can adjust but it's definitely more beneficial for um, balancing to see somebody who utilizes the Webster technique. Okay. So, so you all kind of address pregnancy when you're in chiropractic school, right? What- yes. We learn, we learn how to adjust, you know, the basic components of the spine, but as far as the extras, um, you could say that the Webster technique evaluates, um, that's not what is necessarily covered in chiropractic school. That's what we learn extra from the seminar training. Okay. So this is a separate training that Mm -hmm. any chiropractor can take. Yes. And then you have to like, you get a certification or you have to get, do you have to get continuing education or anything like that? Or you get your certification and you don't really need to continually educate because you know it. So it is a certification through the ICPA, which is the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. Um, It is one of their seminars that they hold in their series. So you have to take the seminar, you have to complete the hands-on examination 
at the end of the seminar and then also complete um, an online exam as well and pass that. Okay. And then you have to keep um, your membership with the, with them and um, to be able to maintain your certification. Okay. So it is possible that there are chiropractors out there who have been properly trained, but are not officially certified because they just didn't keep up their certification. I'm assuming that's a yearly fee or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what. Okay. So that's good for everyone. All of the pregnant mamas out there to know, um, because, you know, hopefully you have a Webster certified chiropractor or better. There are other trainings, which we may talk about in a different podcast. Um, but a Webster certified chiropractor in your area, but if not, you might still, they might still be able to find someone who is properly trained and just maybe not didn't keep up their certification. Yes. Okay. And it's, and that would just be something that they would have to ask them, um, because obviously they won't be on the website, um, to be able to find them. So it's really just something that, um, yeah, would have to be asked to the chiropractor. Okay. So can you tell me what that website is? If you, if for mamas to be able to find someone Webster certified, it is www.icpa, the number four kids.org. Okay. So I'll probably have you repeat that again later. Okay. Um, and we'll add a link to the bottom of the podcast too. Um, okay. So that's a good overview. Um, what, I mean, can, do you want to tell me what that more specifically, what that training is like, or do you want to tell me a little bit about um, body balancing is a term that doulas use a lot. And I think a lot of times I hear chi- chiropractors do it too. Um, mm-hmm. if you kind of want to talk about what body balancing means or talk about both, talk about, if you want to talk about your training, you can, you know, more specifically or body balancing or both. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes hand in hand because body balancing one, it is, um, and I'm assuming it's being referred to, you know, full full balancing of the bones, ligaments, and muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is specifically, those are the three components of the pelvis that are being addressed through the Webster, um, the Webster protocol. Okay. So, and what we're specifically looking at, um, is the pelvis, because obviously that is where, you know, the uterus has the attachments, um, mm-hmm. through the, the bones and the the sacrum, obviously that's one okay. that is talked about a lot between doulas and chiropractors. Um, the sacrum is a very prominent bone that we talk about. Um, and then muscular um, components as well, because we have muscles that affect the, um, the uterus being balanced as well as ligaments and the ligaments obviously um, or what attach the uterus to the bones. So by balancing each one of those components, that's what allows um, the mom's body to properly balance the uterus, which in turn allows um, the fetus to be able to obtain optimal position. So, so it all goes hand in hand. So we're giving baby space to get in a good position on its own, right? Like you're not doing it. The chiropractor is not doing it, but you're helping mom's body to be nice and aligned Mm -hmm. and, and, and be able to stretch and open 
um, and move so that the baby can move and get into a good position. Yes. And that's definitely, that's a big one, um, that you hear a lot of misconception and you hear terms thrown around that are, I guess you would say old school that with the breach technique, um, that was one that was utilized a lot when the Webster technique first came around and, um, a lot of old school providers will still use, but that's not proper because we we don't turn babies. Um, we don't do anything with baby. It's mom's body that we're aligning, which yes, in turn gives baby room. Okay. Awesome. So, um, I think a lot of moms out there get it in their head that sometimes the pelvis isn't big enough to birth a baby. And I think you and I both know that, that unless you had rickets as a child, basically, um, your pelvis is not fixed. And even with rickets, your pelvis isn't fixed, but maybe it's smaller, but your, your pelvis anyway, is not fixed. You talked about the ligaments and the mm-hmm. muscles and that all goes together. The perineum ties into that too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you, I don't know, maybe, I mean, you agree, right? Like the pelvis is made to move, right? Yes. And it's actually pretty amazing. I mean, even, you know, it's not common that you can see it, but, um, specifically like the rhombus of, uh, of Michaelis. Michaelis, uh-huh. when you can see that sacrum moving back, each component is movable in itself. And that's, yeah, it's just positioning and mm-hmm. alignment are both a big one. Um, and that's where birthing position also plays a part and being yes. sure that we're not closing down any part of the pelvis as baby's moving through each section level. Yes. Spinning babies calls it levels. Um, <laughs> the level. Um, so, or station. Station is how your doctor might refer yeah. to it. So that is really interesting because I know, I mean, obviously I know this too. So, so for people out there, um, like I know the pelvis moves, but sometimes doctors will say like, oh, your baby was too big for your pelvis. And it's really not a thing, right? Because like you said, um, sometimes we have to change positions during labor and with an epidural that can be a struggle. And yeah, in certain positions, your pelvis may not be big enough for your baby, but if you are able to listen to your body and give your pelvis and your ligaments time to stretch and move and open and give your baby's head time to mold and listen to your body to get in different positions to help the pelvis open, right? That can be the difference between a really awesome vaginal birth and maybe a, a rushed cesarean birth. Hey everyone, Rachel Manns here. And today I have something I'm thrilled to share with you guys. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, that's a quarter, guys, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. Designed for new and expectant parents, as well as pregnancy and birth professionals, Informed Pregnancy Plus is like having a trusted BFF and doctor in one, guiding you through every step of the path to and through parenthood. 
A few of just my favorite titles are obviously The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, How Fun Is That?, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection, an extremely well-presented and informative workshop teaching you about your core and pelvic floor and how to keep them healthy. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Sign up for Informed Pregnancy Plus Right now. I'm not kidding, guys. It's really going to help you out. It's my prescription for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. That's informedpregnancy.tv, and the link will be in the description below. Now back to the show. Yes. Right? Uh, yes, because it truly is, when you look at the, st- the statistics, and I don't know them off the top of my head, it is very rare, um, assuming it's an uncomplicated pregnancy that baby is too big for mom's pelvis. Now, when we start getting into things like gestational diabetes and things like that, we, you know, there is a little bit of variance, but typically even those moms can have awesome vaginal births and go on to have no problems. Right. So yeah, it just, it is, it's very rare. Right. Exactly. And I mean, that's also where our amazing chiropractors come in like you, because you're helping the mom's body to be able to stretch and open easier, right? Mm -hmm. Like using this Webster technique and, you know, prenatal chiropractic visits, you are helping the ligaments to stretch and helping the pelvis to, you know, be aligned, right? Yes. Okay. So, so that's kind of a little bit about body balancing and how it's helpful. Um, now let's see, do you have thinking off the top of your head? And I know I'm putting you on the spot because I didn't prompt you with this question. Um, can you think of sometimes maybe when you were adjusting someone and you could just feel the pelvis, maybe, I don't know what you would call it, like release or open or something like that. So usually it's, that happens, um, with doing the Webster check. And a lot of times with the ligamentous releases, um, that, you know, personally, I always start with adjusting the bony components, um, and then move on to muscles and ligaments. But a lot of times there is one specific prominent change that I tend to see. And that is actually, you can see the uterine tilt. Um, okay. And the shift that happens and changes um, after doing the releases and the the full protocol that you can see, you know, mom's uterus shift from one side to the other to being midline and you're not seeing baby more prominent on one side compared to the other. So okay. I can't say it's it's not one specific thing. It's kind of everything together and intuitively, you know, sometimes, um, adding in extra checks with diaphragm and, um, some fascial work and things like that. But yeah, I can't say it's one specific thing. Okay. Just kind of everything together. I like that term that you just used when you touched on fascial work. Fascia, I think, um, gets ignored. And yes. people act like it's, I think some people don't even know about it, honestly, but you know, do you, can, do you feel comfortable? I'm putting you on the spot again. Do you feel comfortable <laughs> explaining what fascia is? 
Yeah. So fascia is really, it's, um, the best way I can describe it. It's like a thin web, like, um, layer that covers the muscles. You have multiple fascial lines in the body. You have one on, you know, the front of the body covering those muscles, the back, the sides, um, and each one can be affected based on tightness in the muscles, or if we have scar tissue or, um, previous injuries to an area, it can cause that fascia to basically like tighten up and can cause restriction in various areas. So the abdomen, while people don't think about it, um, you know, there's a lot going on during pregnancy Mm -hmm. that with the stretching of the abdomen and the changing of the muscles that can definitely be affected specifically with the fascia. Okay. So thank you for explaining that. that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely did. You did a really good job explaining that better than I would have. Uh, (laughs) So, and I think something else that's interesting to touch on is, um, that the fascia, so muscles like, okay. So number one, you're not just addressing the pelvis, right? You're addressing as a Webster certified chiropractor, you're addressing the body as a whole, because the pelvis isn't the only thing we need to worry about. Right. Yes. And the, and the components of the pelvis aren't the only thing we need to worry about. We're looking at the spine and you mentioned the diaphragm and the fascia. We're looking at all of these things and we forget, I think, you know, doctors are only looking at the size of the pelvis and like maybe the pelvic floor, maybe they touch on that, but the fascia. So back to the fascia, almost all chiropractors, you know, they recognize, they all recognize the need to adjust maybe the bones and the muscles, but even I think some chiropractors don't really address fascia, you know, muscles Mm -hmm. need a firm, more of like a firm touch, right. Generally, or like a, I don't know, this is what I'm always told. So correct me if I'm wrong. It depends. Um, but fascia often likes a softer touch. Yes. Right. So I think people don't realize that. I think they're like, oh, I'm sore. I need like a really good massage. But sometimes you need that gentle fascial release too. Yes. A lot of the fascial work is definitely a lighter, um, a lighter release. It's not a heavy handed release. And even to feel those restrictions for me personally, um, something a lot of people say is you're very light handed. And I always come back and say, if I have heavy hands, I can't feel some of that, um, the softer stuff, like with the fascial restrictions, you can't feel that if you go in heavy handed, you're going to miss it. So yes, I would agree. Okay. So that's just, that's just really interesting. And that, is that something you learned as a Webster certified chiropractor? Or is that something you learned? I know you've done trainings past that. Mm -hmm. Is that something you've learned since then? That is something I've learned since then. That's more specifically with like the babies, but it goes back to mom as well, because it's very similar when you're working with the the fascial restrictions and either population, um, it's very light on both sides. So, well, that's really interesting because I think, um, again, I kind of said this already, but I think I'm pretty sure like very few doctors will ever mention anything about fascia or even the ligaments of the pelvis, Mm -hmm. um, or like the sacrum. Um, I mean, that might get mentioned sometimes, but some chiropractors may not even mention fascia, which is, I don't know. That's just so interesting to me. Um, and so I guess what I'm trying to say is audience do your research. (laughs) 
Yeah. So obviously a Webster certified chiropractor, that is an amazing certification as Dr. Brooks has said. Um, it's really, really helpful. And as a doula, I can tell the difference between my clients who see a Webster certified chiropractor versus ones who see a regular chiropractor or don't see a chiropractor at all. Or maybe they only saw a chiropractor once or twice. Um, I can tell the difference because my clients who do see chiropractors regularly, the majority of them have easier birds. Now there are some exceptions, right? Mm -hmm. There's always the exception, always Always the exception, but in general, seeing a doctor like Dr. Brooks is going to be really helpful. Yes. And just one thing to note in there too, you know, one of the big things, and this kind of goes back into the fascia, I was just kind of thinking about, um, you know, that there's a number of ways that we adjust pregnant moms. There's not really a one size fits all, you know, every, um, have their own spin on things, whether we use, and I may be getting into terminology that, um, some aren't familiar with, but drops or mm-hmm. instrumented or even, you know, doing a manual adjustment. But the big thing is, is that we're not torquing the abdomen and causing any more tension in the mm-hmm. tissue. So that's really the big one is that we want to keep the abdomen neutral and everything, um, midline. Is so, those- okay. So if you are seeing a chiro- or if someone is seeing a chiropractor, that's doing, um, side postures, which during pregnancy, that's a touchy one because probably not a great idea. It can be done. However, it needs to be done properly and not, um, twerking the mom to where, um, you know, they're not lined up. The shoulders should be stacked over the pelvis. There should not be, um, abdominal twisting is really the big one. Um, that, you know, for me personally, I use side posture, um, if mom isn't responding, but it's not my go-to and I'm very curious of how I lay them on my table to not torque them. Um, because I want to create any uterine torque that might be pulling on the tissue and the ligaments and causing, uh, causing a shift there. Okay. And someone who's not Webster certified, they may not necessarily know that? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, is there anything else that you want to touch on? I feel like this is really helpful. Hopefully it didn't get too jargony. (laughs) I don't think it did. I think we did a good job trying to keep most of the words pretty basic. Obviously, if any of the audience has any questions, they can reach out to me and send me a message or I'll maybe put a link for, for Dr. Brooks's website, especially if you're in the St. Louis area. Um, where you can reach out to her, but yeah, any, so anyway, anything else that you want to touch on before we finish up? Ah, I don't think so. I, I really think that, that we covered a good bit of it today and, you know, regardless of who you choose for care, really just being sure that they're comfortable with adjusting pregnant women is, is really the number one thing and that they're utilizing Webster and, yeah, I do. I think we covered everything. Awesome. Can you give me that website one more time so that moms in any area can find a, a good chiropractor? Uh-huh. It is www.icpa, the number four kids.org. Okay. Awesome. So I will link that in the bottom too, probably as long as I remember. 
Um, but I don't have anything else. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with me, Dr. Brooks. Yes. I'm very happy to be able to do this and it was perfect timing. So it, awesome. it definitely something I'm super passionate about. So yeah. Oh, one more thing. So Dr. Brooks just had, um, her son like last week. So, <laughs> so she's, she's hanging out at home while she does this with me. But something really interesting that applies to this is what happened. So she had a chiropractor come to her and adjust her during labor. And what happened as soon as you got that adjustment? Uh, So my labor had stalled um, because of his positioning. And Mm -hmm. I called over um, a good friend to have her come adjust me. And she came to my house, um, which is obviously ideal, not having to go somewhere. Right. and within two and a half hours after my adjustment, he was born. And your so, labor had gone on for like 18 hours before that, right? Yes. So it was definitely um, a significant change, obviously, that um, my body, I knew my body needed to be adjusted. She obviously is Webster certified. She utilizes that often um, and was able to feel what was restricted and release it. And that's, that's exactly what I needed. That's awesome. I, as a doula, I've seen that happen with some clients a couple of times too. I've, I've seen clients get adjusted into transition basically. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So I just wanted to add that in there because I just feel like that really speaks volumes to, um, how a Webster certified chiropractor can help your body better birth your baby officially done now. Um, thanks for listening guys. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or follow the links below. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to this podcast and head over to my site, the natural to check out my blog shop, email list, and YouTube channel. Thanks. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to and rate this podcast and head over to thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out our online natural birth education course, birth story blog, YouTube channel, and more.